we have been covering uh, Yoga Sutra, Patanjali Yoga Sutra. In the Yoga Sutra, it talks about, uh, in the second chapter, Patanjali Yoga Sutra is divided into uh, four sections. First one, and uh, Yoga and its aims. What are the aims of Yoga? Second chapter, it talks about how to practice Yoga. Third chapter, it talks about what are the byproducts we get on the way. And the fourth chapter, it talks about if you do not pay attention to the byproducts, if you continue the sadhana, how you get the goal, reach the goal. In the first chapter, it's, uh, it is called Samadhi Pada. Samadhi, Samadhi, go to, it's a, uh, the original, what is the real meaning of yoga and its aims, samadhi. And second chapter, it is called as sadhana pada, how to do the sadhana. And the third one, when you are doing the sadhana, like in an oil refinery, if you put a crude oil at the base of the furnace and you heat it up, various products comes. Maybe my refinery object is to get maximum, maximize the petrol. I want to get maximum petrol. But on the way, my target is petrol. I get uh, natural gas, I get diesel, I get kerosene, I get uh, crude oil, <laughs> it's uh, asphalt, our um, various, various things we get. My target is that one. And Suppose, in the, or on the other example, if I am here, I want to go to Sydney, my target is Sydney, on the way of Sydney, I come across other towns like Shepparton or I can come across Canberra, on the way, if there are some sale, big sale, clearance sale, and I get so <laughs> attracted towards the sale, I forgot that I have to reach Sydney. I got stuck in Canberra itself. I got attracted to the sale. I went to, to the sale, clearance sale, and I forgot that I originally wanted to go to Sydney. Now I st am stuck in uh, <coughs> Canberra. In the sadhana also, in our sadhana, when everyone has come to this world, they have come with a purpose but we have forgotten as we dive deep and so many things in our life comes and distracts us and we realize and when we are getting very old and about to kick off, why did I come and what did I do? I came for something and I did something else. I forgot the purpose itself and that is the, in the third chapter, it calls, it talks about Siddhis. In when you're practicing yoga, you get many Siddhis. Many Siddhis able to hear far away people talking. Or it's uh, able to have a vision of what is going to happen in the future. Or uh, many, many Siddhis, uh, people can see people moving in the uh, Dura Shravana and uh, clairvoyance, uh, clairaudience, many Siddhis people get. And many sadhakas is a trap. 
It's a trap. The Siddhis comes as a trap. Many people get trapped in that one and in the name of popularity and in the easy money. Many people go into that one to start selling their Siddhis. And uh, they get, get into commercial and they want to be, become very popular. They go into that one and their practice is stopped. These Siddhis come into the path of the sadhakas, various temptations come. It's, these Siddhis are like a temptation. It's a trap. And it says not to fall trap into these, uh, fall prey to these traps. These are the traps. Not to, do not pay attention to that one. It is natural when I am getting a petrol, other things come naturally, like petrol, a kerosene, diesel, and uh, natural gas, everything comes naturally. But don't get too proud of your accomplishment and starting, it's uh, commercializing that one, and you end up in the petrol refinery, petrol will be stopped. Your journey is stopped, and many sadhakas, many uh, yogis around the world, and we have seen many of them, they started off with good intention and ended up in this uh, prey to these uh, uh, Siddhis traps, and their life is ruined. The many of them ended up in jail also. This do not pay attention to these traps. And these are the natural byproducts come, but your goal, do not forget the goal. And when you do not pay attention to the Siddhis, how you go to the fourth one, it's a realize the purpose of your sadhana. That is the yoga is taking care. In the second chapter, we are talking about yama and niyama. To start off with practice, we have to observe discipline in our life. Without discipline, we cannot achieve anything in our life. Disciplined life is required. Discipline, moderate in eating, recreation, in uh, Bhagavad Gita also talks about yuptahara viharasya, yukta cheshtasya karmasu, yukta sopna avabhodasya, yogo bhavati dukkaham. Those who do not know how to manage, for them, Sri Krishna says, yoga is not possible. Yoga and yoga becomes a possible, yoga becomes a dispeller of grief, dispeller of pain in life for those who knows what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, when to recreate, whom to make friendship with, whom not to make friendship with. And those who knows this one, when to sleep, when to be awake, those who know that one, practice of yoga becomes a dispeller of grief. And uh, in the Patanjali, in the Yama and Niyama, he talks about the rules we have to observe when dealing with the society. What are the rules I have to observe when I deal with the community, go out, how I have to behave. And when nobody is there, nobody is to, uh, I can talk about you have to be that way. And when I am at home, I am all by myself. When nobody is watching, how you have to lead your life? Niyama, personal discipline. I can ask you to get up at 5 o'clock yesterday in the yoga retreat. I talked about that one. And if myself at home, nobody is to watch, I get up at 7 o'clock. And if I 
if somebody asks, I can say, nobody is seeing, it's uh, for others. I have to implement also, personal life, I have to follow. It is not for lecturing, yoga is not for lecturing. Nayam Atma Pravachanena Labhyaha, in uh, Mundakopanishad, talks about just mere by talking, you can't reach anywhere. By only giving lectures, you can't get the highest. And it, uh, you have to practice. The rules that uh, I talked about, ahimsa, ahimsa paramo dharmaha. And uh, the starting, the ground rule is ahimsa, my life should not be a burden for others. I should live such a way that I am not a burden to the society. I am not a burden to the family. I am not burden to the society. And if I am working in a company, I am not burden to the employer. I should lead such a way that I am contributing more than if the employer is paying me X amount of dollars, I should make sure that I add value more than employer gives. If employer gives uh, me $10,000, if I am contributing only $5,000, I am a burden to the company and employer won't like it. At home, I am living and uh, even the teenagers when they grow up, if they are not contributing, always only it's uh, depending on the parents and leading, then you are not contributing. At house also, parents have to contribute. Whatever way they have to contribute. In, in the society, I have come to this uh, faraway land from India. When I come here, I have not come here only to take from the society. I have to add value to the society. Then only my coming here is, is utilized. If I am only taking from the society and enjoying only for myself, nobody will appreciate. And people will say, this: uh, if I earn so much of money and go on uh, expensive car, go on holiday, and people, nobody will appreciate. Racial tensions, why happens when they go? If, uh, why racial tensions? Because I am away that I am so much for myself, I am not adding any value to the society. To bring, if I start contributing to the society, back to the society, they appreciate. You welcome. You are part of us. You are part of our community. We need you. You come here. And they welcome in both hands, with open arms. And if I do not contribute, only if I start living for myself, even local people, they racial tensions. It's bloody Indians that uh, they only hear to that uh, it's uh, wherever in all over the world. It's a why racial tensions, why religious tensions happens, and they isolate themselves. They are not reaching out to others. Wherever you are, you reach out. Reach out. You are not for yourself. You are for everyone. When you do that one. The harmony, there is a harmony and people start welcoming you in both arms. You are part of us. And Ahimsa says that is the first principle. We should be part of the society wherever we go. Wherever we go, that is, uh, it's uh, in, the, uh, uh, in the, when Parsis, Parsis came to India in a uh, few hundred years back, uh, the king of Gujarat, Gujarat said, our state is full, we don't want any foreigners. 
Parsis were persecuted by in Iran, they came to India for shelter. And king said, our land is full, we don't want any foreigners. And these uh, Parsis, uh, they came, they brought uh, uh, the cup of milk. You say this cup is full, you can't take any more milk. And they just added sugar. Um, enriching the quality of the milk. We are like that. Wherever we are, if the Australian immigration says, no more immigration, whenever you come, when you add that one, so they appreciate. You become part of the society. Wherever you go, you enrich the society and contribute. Ahimsa. Ahimsa. Then he talks about Satya. Satya means truth. That we have to abide by truth. To abide by truth, we should know what truth is. We don't know what truth is. We believe whatever other says, whatever media says, we believe that one. Whatever, if I read the scriptures, whatever outer meaning it is talking about, I believe that one. And to begin, we have to contemplate, contemplate on that one. At home, the, in, the, in the Upanishad also, there is a Satyam Bruyat Priyam Bruyan. Na bruya satyam ap, na apriyam. Satyam apriyam. Na bruya satyam apriyam. And you talk about truth and which is good. We should bring in good to others. And do not talk the truth if he is bringing in the bad to the society. And in the name of agitating the society, some people unnecessarily they project something and start disturbing the society. And you talk the truth only if it is bringing in good to the society. By talking something which, is, which disturbs the society, do not talk about that one. Though it is truth, do not talk about that one. Tell a lie if it brings good to the society. Good to the society, you tell a lie. Like a mother, if the child asks for lollies, mother says, sorry, all lollies finished. Though lollies are there at home, she told a lie, but it is not considered as a lie. It is with the good intention of the child, she told a lie. That will bring in good to the, the child. And uh, in the, there is a story in the scriptures also. In the one uh, uh, in the uh, you, uh, Rishi uh, meditating in the forest, and some thieves were chasing one person. He had some money. And he went and uh, went, uh, took the shelter in the ashram. And so that he thought this, this uh, sage will protect. And he, he hid inside the ashram. And uh, these uh, robbers, they came and chasing. Did you see that person? Anyone coming? And he then... To he thought, I am practicing austerity, I should not tell a lie. He is there. So, they caught him and they killed him and took the money. And that has resulted, that brought in wrong to the, it's a, it's a bad to the, that person, that is not a truth. Had he told, sorry, that uh, I haven't seen anyone coming here, then there, uh, yeah, maybe he has gone that way, they would go somewhere else. 
and in one story that one cow came and hid inside the ashram and that butchers were running after that one they wanted that cow and that they asked that person have you seen that cow we want that one we we want that meat and instead of saying protecting that cow he said there just he pointed in the next life next life that karmic effect how it is affecting in the next life this person as a young man is a young man he was uh, as a stu- student he was going for uh, this of uh, um, for study for su- support he wanted some food he was going in uh, house to house give me some food one lady lady and saw this young man and uh, got attracted and uh, asked him to come inside and have a we'll let us enjoy when he denied she started screaming and this person try, tried to molest me and and um, that because yeah we can't trust that one then police came they caught him took him to the jail hey, sorry to the court they took him to the court and court judge looked at that person you don't seem to be doing that one you seem to be a good person since that your hand would have done that one i want the I will order to chop your hands hands got chopped off from outside it looks very unfair how it can be but it is a karmic effect he pointed in the previous life hand that side this time hand got chopped we think many things many unfair things are happening there is a reason behind that one there is nothing called as it's a uh, uh, it's a accident in the in the in the scripture says there is nothing called accident we don't understand the meaning behind that one everything goes as planned there is no accident in this world everything there is a planned it's going in orderly manner what we don't see that one we call is an accident and uh, t- t- talk about the truth such a way that it brings in good in mahabharata war also and um, uh, dronacharya bent on killing 10000 pandavas um, this uh, pandava party every day and he asked dhritara yudhishthira to say the ashwatthama hataha tell ashwatthama died and he was reluctant arjuna's intention tell that one so that this person won't acquire the sin of killing 10000 people and maybe the good people be protected arjuna this yudhishthira was reluctant to say and whereas uh, in the then he said ashwatthama hatha and kunjara he said elephant there was a elephant called as ashwatthama it died and to protect himself he did not have full trust in the lord itself and whereas when the uh, uh, the see, see that whereas the bhima he loudly said ashwatthama hatha and when uh, dronacharya could not believe then he looked at yudhishthira uh, he also said but elephant when he was not convinced to tell the lie though it is a 
Ashwatthama in the meaning his son uh, to protect that one and he when he departed he had a vision of hell that soul it had a vision of hell and went through the suffering and he passed went to the higher world but whatever you do the satya satya means you have to know the truth to begin with whatever is available you should your intention should be clear maybe i have good intention i have told the lie but to begin with have a good intention not to have a wrong intention to cheat others i want to sell you something and with a wrong intention i have my intention is to make money or cheat others but i use the flowery words for my own gains that is called as lie and when the intention have a good intention and even if you by mistake you had told the the lie if the intention is pure that won't affect you if the intention itself my uh, the, uh, through the sadhana when i was a child i thought this is the truth when i am growing up the truth has opened up differently i thought that is th- that was the truth as i grow grow up it opened up differently and first be loyal to be truthful to yourself that is satya satya opens up the be it's a honest in your life not to be dishonest the second quality when you are dealing with the society lead a honest life not a dishonest i think something and i talk something there should it it should align my thinking and my talking should align each other my thinking is something talking is something do not do that one the second quality uh, in the patanjali yoga sutra says lead a honest life and what is honest that truth as we mature as we go within the truth opens up that opens up in that pursuit of the ultimate truth we have to lead a honest life we'll touch upon this one again next week lie down on your back